Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week, we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. Okay, we have a ton to unpack this week. Let's jump right in. So I have to say, the book of the month, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey is filled with goodness. Our segment is not enough time to truly do a strong deep dive on the principles and the lessons that is found in this book. I cannot give this book enough kudos. And we're only in the beginning. So this week's quote is going to come from the book of the month. But last week's quote also came from the book of the month. And last week's quote is as follows. What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us by Oliver Holmes. You know, it wasn't until the middle of the week and as I continued to read through the book of the month, do I think I truly grasped what this quote was all about. You know, we can't go back in our past. What's done is done. Our experiences are our experiences. And what lies before us, our future, we can speculate. But our our future lives are not set in stone. We don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. We don't know what a year from now is going to hold. So why stress about our future when it's just not here yet? It's not determined. But if we focus on the here and the now, if we focus on our reactions, then we don't have to worry about our future. We need to focus on what's going on now because it's the now, it's our character today that's going to help shape and mold our future selves and our future circumstances. And I am getting ahead of myself a little bit. We're going to talk about that a little bit more as we discuss this week's quote and a little bit of the lessons that are being taught in the book. But 
what lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters. I love that. Tiny matters. That means that we shouldn't be stressing about it. We shouldn't be losing sleep. We shouldn't be overly concerned because they should be tiny matters compared to what lies within us. I took away from this quote to not get consumed in our circumstances. So if I had to give myself a grade for last week, I'm going to give myself a B. I'm going to give myself a B and and you'll see why in a moment as I talk about some of the lessons that I learned as I continue to read through the book of the month. I'm giving myself a B because I don't think I truly grasped this quote and concept until about midweek. So I'm giving myself a B, but what grade would you give yourself? Would you give yourself an A, a B, or a C? And remember, as always, we do not fail here. Life gets hard, yes. Life gets heavy, yes. But we don't fail. Some days may go a little smoother than others, but we don't fail. And your grade is your personal choice. It's your personal rubric. It's not one that you have to share with anyone. Identify what that grade is. Identify if there's any adjustments that need to be made. And then set it aside. Last week is now behind us. Set it aside and let's step into the week ahead. As I mentioned, in the book of the month, there's just so much goodness. And I want to start off in the second phase of this book. Because remember, there's four phases. And in this phase, it talks about stimulus and response. Stimulus and response. And for many, many years, scientists believed that we were just pre-programmed as human beings, that no matter what the situation, our response is not one that we could control. They, They talked about how, for example, you can train a dog or really any other animal and you can train them to have certain behaviors in certain situations. Like if you get a dog's dog bowl and you pour the food in their their bowl and they're hearing all of the little pebbles of their food dropping into their bowl, they'll start coming to run and they know it's time to eat. You can program and train, but we're human beings. Yes, we can be taught, but we have something different than all of the other animals in the world. So when you think about humans, we're not living with, well, whatever the circumstance, whatever the stimulus is, we have to have a certain response. They found that that's not true for us. And in the book, they specifically talk about Viktor Frankl. Obviously, Viktor Frankl needs no introduction. He is a man 
that has shared his story and his perseverance. And he is an inspiration to people around the world. But if you are not aware of Viktor Frankl, Viktor Frankl is a Holocaust survivor. He lost all of his family except his sister. And in the midst of torture, he found hope. Because he realized no matter what the guards did to him, he realized that no matter how degrading the environment and the circumstance was around him, that they couldn't take away his choice of how he was going to perceive his life. They talk about in the book, and I've read a little bit about him outside of this book as well, and he talks about how he was sitting naked in this cold, dark room. And that's when he kind of had that aha moment. When he should be at a point where he is broken, he became whole. Because he realized that, yes, there was a lot happening to him all around him. But he realized that they could not take away his choice his choice of how he was going to respond. They wanted him to break. They wanted him to give up. But he didn't. And in turn, he ended up not only being an inspiration and a a matter of hope and strength for his peers around him, but even for the guards that were holding him captive. Because he was not going to allow them to take away his self-awareness. He was not going to be put in a situation where he was going to break because of the situation around him. And I know, I know you may be thinking, well, he was hurt. He was starving. He was cold. He was naked. They stripped him of everything. They killed his family. But he found that he had a choice in his response. So let me give you another example that the book provided that is probably one that can be a little bit more relatable because I don't want you to think that you have to go through something as traumatic and as devastating as what Viktor Frankl had to go through. The author of the book, Stephen Covey, he shares how he was at a conference and he was giving a talk. And there was a woman who stood up in the middle of his segment and just started speaking out loud and getting really excited and and she realized that well she was making a commotion and got a little embarrassed so she sat back down but she could not hold her excitement in she just kept talking to everyone around her and I think most people would have been frustrated and annoyed that their talk was being interrupted but that was not the case here he was excited to get to an intermission so he can go and talk to the lady and find out what was so exciting So after he had a chance to get off the stage, he quickly approached her and said, 
Can I ask, what were you so excited about? And this lady gave an example and she shared her story and she said, I'm a nurse and there is this patient of hers that she takes care of and no matter what she does, he finds fault in everything that she does. From the time she gets there, from the time she leaves, he finds fault in everything and complains and nags all day. And even her co-workers, everyone just could not stand this man to the point that they were so frustrated and miserable at work. They would sometimes pray for his demise. Like that's how bad it was. And she said as he was speaking on stage, she immediately thought, no, 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 you can't tell me that I am not justified in my feelings of of how this man treats me. And she would go to work feeling miserable, miserable before she even walked through the door. But in the middle of the talk, she decided that she wasn't going to be close-minded to this concept. Because Stephen Covey's not saying that people can't hurt you. People can hurt you mentally and physically. And sometimes spiritually. But what he's trying to say is that we have a choice of how we're going to respond. Regardless of the pain, we have the choice. So she said how she took a step back and she really started to be a little bit more open-minded. And she started to think about it and she had this light bulb moment in the middle of his talk. She realized that although this man was surly and although this man was not appreciative of all she was doing for him every day, she realized in that moment that he does not dictate her joy. That when she leaves work, she was pushing all of her frustration and her anger on her family. She realized that he does not have that control over her. And he should not have that control over her relationships with those that she loves. And she jumped up, she said, because she realized A weight had fallen off her shoulder. She jumped up because she wanted to scream, I'm free. She wanted to scream, I'm free. Because she realized she was no longer held in the shackles of having to feel distraught and disheartened. She realized that no matter what that man portrayed in terms of his negativity did not have to pierce her. She didn't have to soak up that negative energy. She made the choice. Her choice was to be happy. She made the choice to not have that negative environment impact her household. She made the choice So I bring up that story in addition to Viktor Frankl's story that came directly from the book of the month because I wanted to ask, 
Are you walking into situations that are stealing your joy? Are you going to work and being in an environment that makes you feel like you just want to quit, like you can't be there? Because you are feeling so sad, that you're feeling so angry. Are you in relationships that make you feel less than? Are you allowing people, places, and things to impact your life negatively? Are you feeling as if you don't have a choice? Well, in the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, if you want to be an effective person, you will learn that regardless of the situation, you, you, yes, you have control over your response. Powerful, Because once it clicks for you, you too will be like that nurse who wants to get up and yell, I'm free. You too will want to jump and shout and tell everyone. There's the stimulus and there's the response. And in the book it says, In between stimulus and response, there's the freedom to choose. Imagination, independent will, self-awareness, conscience. You have the ability. It says in the book on page 71, our behavior is a function of our decisions, not our conditions. Our behavior is a function of our decisions, not our conditions. We can, we can make choices. And we have the initiative and the responsibility to make things happen. And Stephen Covey specifically says, look at the word responsibility. And if you separate out the word, you have response dash ability, the ability to choose your response. Boom. The ability, the ability to choose your response. You know, he also talks about reactive people and proactive people. And we're going to dive into that more next week. I don't know if we can just talk about this book for one month. Like I said before, there's so much goodness. So you may be wondering, well, what's the quote for this week? The quote for this week is responsibility. The ability to choose your response. As you go through this week. I want you to pay attention to everything around you, conversations that you're hearing, decisions that are being put in front of you, people, places, and things around you. And I want you to take responsibility 
to choose your response. That's powerful. I want you to feel free this week. Let's see how we do. I know we're going to crush it. I know by the end of the week we'll be yelling, I'm free. We're going to practice this week because I'm sure it won't come easy, but we are going to continue each and every day to take responsibility. I'm excited for it. And I know you're going to crush it. Okay, we're ready for the week ahead. Let's go. Remember to upgrade yourself, your life, your future, so you can truly begin living. Till next time.